What's up, people? Another episode of Just for Sword. Jamoke Davis here with you. And I am looking forward to another weekend of sports, and I know you are too. In this episode of Just for Sport, we're going to talk about the MLB playoffs, which are actually going on as I'm recording. We're going to talk about the National Football League and my picks for tonight's matchup and the Thursday night game and through the weekend, my gut check picks through Monday and the NBA. I don't know if I'm ready for it, but first I'm going to start with the Major League Baseball playoffs and the wild card games between the Yankees and the Red Sox in the American League and the Dodgers and Cardinals in the National League. First and foremost, I feel like I'm coming around on after watching the two wild card games, I'm coming around on less is more when it comes to the teams. Because how many of you? Come on. Granted, in the NBA, it could kind of be the same. NFL, kind of the same. But that last Sunday in Major League Baseball was great. And my Nationals, my Washington Nationals, played a role in both leagues. In both leagues. To come down to a Sunday when the Nats are playing the Red Sox, which had an opportunity to bump Seattle and the Toronto Blue Jays out of the playoffs if the Red Sox beat the Nats. They ended up coming back to win that game. They blew a 5-2 lead. Fetty Wop. Fetty got whopped. And then last night, watching Juan Soto in L.A., in Dodger Stadium, Cheering on Trey Turner and Max Scherzer. Maybe not so much Blake. If you don't succeed trying in, trying in again, who was also a Nat as well. But Juan Soto was wearing his Trey Turner jersey, and that was exciting to see. The Dodgers win in dramatic fashion by Chris Taylor with the walk-off home run, similar to Carl Mazeroski, Pirate Yankees. Back in the back, 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 back in the day. And it was really, you know, some fun games to watch. I mean, the Boston Yankees one, it had drama for a little bit. When the Yankees had a chance to make it a 3-2 game, the throwout at the plate wasn't good. And then Boston went on to win. But all of the drama was in Dodgers Cardinals yesterday. Max Scherzer and Adam Wainwright on the mound. I thought both pitched well. It was a good game. And now we got the real Major League Baseball playoffs. Which is fun to see. The Astros are beating the White Sox, which I expect to happen. Why? Well, one, because of Dusty Baker, who's the coach of the Astros, which I'll get into later. But one thing I also was thinking about as I watched the playoffs is the learners who are, who are maybe not the richest owners in Major League Baseball, but one of the richest owners in Major League Baseball. How could they not keep the team together? Why not? 
Imagine if Bryce Harper and Max Scherzer and Trey Turner and Juan Soto were the stalwarts on that team. Anthony Rendon. How dominant maybe the Nats could be. You know, I know there's all of this talk of, oh, their bullpen isn't, has never really been good and they've had issues there. But I can't help but think of how great it would have been if they all were on the same team. Maybe they would still be in the playoffs. And that's what bums me about out about how, you know, not just this season, but before the trade deadline this season, they just kind of did away with the entire Nationals team. And that was really sad. There's no, there to me was no rhyme or reason to do that. If you go all the way back to before Bryce Harper went to the Phillies. Now it's tough to think if they had kept him, maybe they wouldn't have won the World Series. But when they won the World Series, it almost gave the learners a green light to be like the Marlins 3.0. Remember the Marlins won the World Series, dismantled the team. Then some years later, they won the World Series again. You know, it's almost like the learners are thinking they can do that too. But that's not how it always works. That's just really, it doesn't always work that way. And it's unfortunate for the learners who have the money, who very well could have decided, hey, let's just keep the team together. We want to see them win. Didn't seem like that was it was that long ago that the Marlins did this. Florida Marlins, right? Wasn't it the Florida Marlins? 1997. They won it. They dismantled the team and won it again in 2003. But there's no guarantee for that. And that disappoints me at the thought of what the Nationals could have been and now will never be. And then you see the signs and people on social media talking about Juan Soto. You would look great in a Dodgers jersey. Fans coming up taking pictures with him. Now everybody's going to love Juan Soto. They're going to do the Dodgers are going to do a push to get him because they understand about they want to win. It makes me understand that what the learners did was an accident. They didn't really care about winning. They really didn't. I mean, in some ways you would say that's why you let Bryce Harper go because you didn't care about winning. But now you've got a Dodgers ownership group that not only won, but they want to win again. It makes them hungry to want to continue to win. And I wish that the Nationals would be like that. As I look ahead to the other series that are starting and who are the favorites, I picked the Astros to beat the White Sox, Rays to beat the Red Sox, I actually think the Braves can beat the Brewers. 
But I put that home field advantage first. The big game is Dodgers-Giants. That's the big game there. And, you know, boy, that's a tough one. I'm going to have to go with the Dodgers. I think they have the superstars. But I think the superstars can back up their game. And the Giants have had a just just a magical season. They've had a magical, magical season that you never expected for that team to be as good as they are, the winningest team in baseball this season. And they did it with a team. There's no superstar. There's no MVP on that team. It's just a solid, all-around quality team. That's what the Giants are. But I expect the Dodgers to win that series. It's going to be the one to watch. It's going to be the one to watch. It really is. That's exciting. Now, the team that would have been fun to watch, along with my Nats, were the San Diego Padres, and they imploded, and they fired their manager, Jace Tingler. I think they made the right choice, unfortunately, as the way the, way the team imploded at the end of the season was not good. But... I also think they've got somebody to keep their eye on, and that is one Dusty Baker. He doesn't have a contract next year with the Houston Astros. If there's one manager that somehow always wins, always finds a way to get his team to the playoffs, it's Dusty Baker. And I want to see him get a ring. And so if I'm the Padres and I'm looking for a new manager to right the ship, you know, to kind of heal the relationship, with, which I'm ass, yeah, as, assuming. I mean, obviously you saw Machado and Fernando Tatis Jr. arguing in the dugout. If you get the two of them together, I think you're good. But they have a solid pitching core, bullpen, lineup to get it done. Maybe Padres, Blue Jays, World Series next year. We shall see. But that's, I've got Red Sox winning. I've got Astros winning, I've got Braves winning, and I've got Dodgers winning. So two underdogs, I've got them winning, and two favorites. And those are my picks for Major League Baseball. In the NBA, oh my gosh, it got me jumping yesterday when John Collins, a vicious dunk. There was no foul, by the way. I mean, you'd have to have eyes behind your bed, behind, excuse me, you have to have eyes behind your head if you think on an alley-oop, you just jump straight up. You don't know where the player's coming from. I can't believe they called a foul on that, but that was still a vicious dunk. That was great. That was great. Kevin Durant, as the preseason gets going and you see Kyrie Irving sitting on the bench, says... Quote, it'll be hard to duplicate what he brings. So to me, he's being very political with that statement. KD is. He says, quote, I'm envisioning Kyrie being a part of our team. Maybe I'm just naive, but that's just how I feel. But I think everybody here has that confidence in themselves, in our group, that if we keep building, we can do something special. You can do something special. But in order to do that, Kyrie Irving's got to do something special, not just for the Nets, not just for New York, 
before the country and the world. And that is get the vaccine. Take the shot. Because it's not about you. This is not about you. That's why cities and states are mandating vaccines the way that they are. And it's going to be more of them. It's not just going to be California and New York. You may see Illinois. Heck, D.C. is not a state. They may say, hey, we got to put this mandate in. Other states may start to do that. Georgia, maybe, you know, Charlotte, North Carolina. Durant went on to say he is dealing with something personal right now. While he is dealing with that, we're going to focus on us here in the gym and keep working. When they're ready to figure that out, he'll figure it out. We better figure it out fast. Because this next man up, maybe it needs to be next man out. And that needs to be Kyrie Irving and bring in Ben Simmons, as I've been saying. I think it's a perfect flop. You flip-flop those players. You get the point guard you want in Brooklyn. Maybe somebody who doesn't want to shoot as much, but can help you defensively with this being somewhat of a point guard league. Can lock down that opposing point guard for you. But you know that, okay, he'll get some shots, but he's not asking for the ball the way Durant and KD are. And I think that may work out better for them. I think they get they are just as good with Ben Simmons, if not better, than with Kyrie Irving because he is, after all, a defensive liability. Now, on the flip side, is Kyrie good for, Phil- good for Philadelphia? I don't know. He may not be. But Joel Embiid seems to want to have somebody different to play with. Obviously, Ben Simmons isn't showing up to camp. So somebody's got to be in there, point guard. And outside of trading for John Wall, which is another option, Kyrie Irving may be the best player out there. You got two players who either can't play for your team or don't want to play for your team. Let's see if we can, you know, switch it up a little bit. So I hope that happens. Tonight. We've got the National Football League. And of course, I'm going to go through my gut check pick. Tonight, it's Rams and Seahawks. That should be a good, good game. Both teams could challenge for NFC supremacy when it's all said and done. The Rams, I said, were the best team when they were undefeated before this Sunday going into the season the, the weekend Seahawks at two and two they could very well be three and one as well over under at minus two and a half the Seahawks at home you've got defenses that aren't great offenses that aren't great either Rams are 10th in offense Seahawks are 19th I don't know about that but prime time Russell Wilson is 29 8 and 1 when the bright lights are shining on him highest QB percentage since 2000 that is a good stat that's a good stat the flip side is he's 8-11 and 11 against the Rams. 
So we'll have to see what happens there. The Seahawks are undefeated when they wear their green jerseys. The Rams have been good at protecting their quarterback, who I think could be the potential MVP in Matthew Stafford. But he has to show more. He does have to show more. This will be a fun game tonight. The latest line has the Rams at minus two. And I'm going to take the Seahawks at plus two at home. That's my pick is the Seattle Seahawks plus two at home. All right. It's time for my gut check picks. I gave you Seahawks at home. Jets at Falcons. Falcons favorite at minus three. I am going to take the Falcons. Dolphins at Buccaneers. Buccaneers favorite at minus 10. I'm going to take the Buccaneers. Now, again, I'm going to try to money line again this time. So I picked two favorites. Moneyline Seahawks at plus 115, Falcons at minus 150, Buccaneers at minus 450. Packers at Bengals, the Packers are favored minus three. I'm going to take the Packers there, especially after watching them in person. Dexter and I doing the color cast of the Packers-Steelers game. Eagles at Panthers, I don't know. The Panthers are favored at minus three. They're at home. I thought they were going to stay undefeated and they couldn't get it done. I'm going to stick with the Panthers, though, at home. Texans, Patriots. Patriots are the road team. I am going to take the Patriots on the road. They are favored at minus eight and a half. I will take the Patriots there. Not worried about them traveling east to west. Not worried about them coming off of a big game playing uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady coming home. Not worried about that. Titans at Jaguars. Boy, the Jaguars got a lot going on. What they going to do? I think, unfortunately, the biggest issue for me with Urban Meyer is I think he thinks he's bigger than the team. This ain't college. Can't be, you got to focus on the team. Can't be flying to Ohio State to have a night in your bar. I don't, I don't, I question if he really wants to do this. I really do. I'm taking the Titans at minus 190. They're favored at minus four. I'm taking the Titans. Detroit Lions at the Vikings. I'm going to take the Vikings in that game. I think the Vikings will get it done against, boy, Detroit's having a tough time this year. Steelers at Broncos. Will Ben Roethlisberger play? How healthy will he be? How healthy will Teddy Bridgewater be? The Steelers are favored at minus one against the Broncos. I think at home they get it done. I'm taking the Steelers. Money line minus 110. Saints at the Washington football team. The Saints are favored at minus two and a half. Boy, this is a tough one. You don't know from one week to the next what you're getting out of the Washington football team, but I'm going to go with the home team in that one. I'm taking the home team. 
Next game, Browns at Chargers. Are the Browns for real? They haven't played anybody, but they're 3-1 and one at the Chargers. Chargers are favored at minus 2. I'm taking the Chargers at home in that game. Bears at Raiders. Raiders are favored at minus 5.5. They may have won that game against the Chargers last Monday night. I really think so. Short week for them. I'm not worried. I'm taking the Raiders money line at minus 235. Giants at Cowboys, easy pick, taking the Cowboys at minus 300. 49ers at the Cardinals. Woo, that's a tough game. The Cardinals are for real. They are undefeated. What the heck is happening down in Arizona? I never expected the Arizona Cardinals to come out of the gates like this. They are playing amazing. They are the only undefeated team left in the NFL. And I think they stay undefeated. I'm taking the Cardinals at minus one, minus 220. I don't know what's happening with the quarterback position, with the offensive line, with the 49ers. Our guy Trent Williams went down. You don't know if Trey Lance is going to be playing. Well, he's going to play like if he is playing. I'm taking the Cardinals to stay undefeated. Chiefs, Bills. Now that. That is the matchup I'd like to see on a Monday night. But it's Sunday night, 820. I'll still take that. But for me, after watching football all day, I tend to fall asleep a little bit with that 8 o'clock game. But this will keep me awake. Which I didn't mention, by the way, Cardinals are favorite at minus 4.5. Giants are the underdog at plus 6.5 against the Cowboys, Cardinals against the 49ers. The Chiefs are favored at minus three. I'm going to take the Chiefs to win that game. And then the Monday night matchup, you've got the Colts, Ravens. Ravens are favored at minus three. I think you may see Lamar Jackson do a few flips into the end zone. I'm taking the Cardinals at minus 320 money line. And there you go. Those are all of my gut check picks for your NFL Week 5. Enjoy the games, everybody. I know that I will. And I want to leave you on one thing here with Dexter and myself. On the color cast, we will have special guest Ike Taylor joining us on our color cast. Make sure that you, uh, if you have an iPhone, you can watch. That'll be fun. Hope you enjoy it. Hope you can listen. Hopefully it'll be on the Android Google Play list soon. But it's going to be fun. Ike Taylor's joining the show. Make sure as you prepare to make your picks, which I will too, go to PropsHQ.com to make more educated bets. You know, give you a little bit of leg up as you're trying to figure out what you want to do. You got to go to PropsHQ because at PropsHQ, there are three things that you can do. You can learn something about betting. You can wager, and if you're lucky, you can win. All right, that'll do it for Just for Sport. 
Enjoy your sports weekend. Enjoy Major League Baseball playoff. Enjoy the National Football League and NBA preseason basketball. It's back. Ciao for now.